Welcome to Next of Kin, the parents podcast. I'm your host, Emma. I'm a British expat living in Dubai, UAE with my partner and baby girl. Join me on my expat motherhood journey. I'll be discussing different topics each week and we'll be joined by some wonderful guests. Now, if you're a mum, you're short on time. So let's jump right in. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I'm recording this a little dreary today because we arrived back in Dubai, literally in the middle of the night. Thank the Lord that the flight back was shorter. We flew from Birmingham Airport, whereas we usually fly from Heathrow and it was complete carnage. We are not flying from Birmingham again. (laughs) Bonnie literally turned feral. I know babies pick up on anxiety levels and the whole airport was just a ball of anxiety. So I was literally ready to have a meltdown myself before we'd even taken off. But thank God she finally dropped off and had a nice long sleep just as we were about to take off. She honestly was down for about two and a half hours and I really needed a break. Anyway, now it's back to normality. I feel so guilty at the moment taking Bonnie away from like her adoring family, these walks in the park, back to Dubai life in summer, which is 24-7 indoors. But the trip overall was really good. It was a really good reset and I've loved getting to spend all my time with her. As tiring as it was, funnily enough, I weighed myself this morning and despite eating pure rubbish for over two weeks, I've literally lost weight just from running around after her. I have not done any workouts or anything. So it's been busy and it's been tiring, but I've absolutely loved it. So bearing this all in mind, I've decided I'm going to make three changes going forwards. The first big change is to formalize half a day or a day. We'll see how it goes, see how I manage to organize everything. But the plan for now is to make a weekday morning my mummy and Bonnie time. I'm thinking like a Wednesday morning, I'm going to dedicate every week to being mummy and Bonnie time. I've only worked for myself for three months and I spoke before about how hard I was finding it to juggle and fit in time to do everything and how it's really hard to get into like a flow state of work when Bonnie needs to feed every like two hours. So I also don't really get evenings either because Bonnie is co-sleeping and crawling and rolling about so as soon as she goes to bed I need to go to bed with her. So it may surprise you that I'm now saying that I want to spend extra time with her, especially because how I was saying before about how I felt like I wasn't doing enough for the business. Like most people can spend so much time on their new businesses and work at the weekends and the evenings. However, I put a reel up recently using a popular audio clip about how everyone works so hard, especially in this life stage, typically typical 30s I guess when the kids are young and you're working towards goals that then you hit when the kids are teenagers and not interested in you anymore so it was basically like a real saying enjoy now and don't work too hard no I don't think that's what it was saying (laughs) but to remind us to soak this time in now but something that I've learned from my short time out of corporate life and working for myself is how institutionalized I felt And you're in this bubble when you leave, or I definitely felt like I was in this bubble where I thought, oh my goodness, I can just go and do whatever at any time. And I can just design my own life. I don't have to be a slave to nine to five, Monday to Friday. 
well, it wasn't never nine to five, <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say. You also waste a fair bit of time when you're not working for yourself, when you're working for someone else, whether it's those meetings that you know don't really need to happen or you don't need to be in or they just go on far too long or getting chatty around the water cooler, catching up every morning with whoever's in the office or simply just being unproductive on someone else's watch. You know, like we all do that. We all do that. But what I'm trying to say here is that I'm trying to break free of being so institutionalized and to use this time to design my own life, design this company to work for me instead of imposing those same corporate restrictions that I had on myself. And I also need to keep reminding myself why I'm on this journey to start with. The whole reason that I'm doing this is to be the most present mum for Bonnie. So why not redesign how I'm going to work and have a morning off a week and try and work up to having a full day off a week? So that's my vow number one, taking one morning a week as Bonnie and mummy time. I already do all baths, meal time, that kind of thing with her. And I obviously get two hourly check-ins, but I felt like I was just handing her straight back over and not getting that quality time during the week that I've just loved having over the last two weeks. And to be quite honest, I still wasn't happy with, I guess, the ratio of the time that she was spending awake with me versus with her nanny. So that's number one. Number two, phone use. Oh, obviously, I'm sure most of us will agree there's a time and a place for screens. In my case, that's on a plane, in the car, that's when Bonnie can have a look at the screen. But also, whilst we were back, family were always having their phones out, taking pictures, playing YouTube for Bonnie, whatever they do, I'm not going to get picky and fussy about it. We barely see family, it's fair enough. But I myself need to work on my phone use. So I found myself at times having to be like, darling, not now. I've got to send an email. I mean, obviously, we didn't have a nanny there and I needed to do a bit of work in front of her. But I really didn't like thinking about this from Bonnie's point of view. All these adults are just obsessed with screens. And maybe she's thinking that her own mum is choosing to give her attention to a screen instead of to her. And that kind of breaks my heart. And if I think about it, I know I am on my phone way too much and that I need to be way more disciplined. So I'm going to be a lot more intentional about putting it away and putting it in a whole nother room for certain times of the day. So I'd like to start with the evenings from when dinner is ready, the phone goes in the bedroom or somewhere else out of the way and then I don't look at it. Maybe I check it before bed, like I'm, come on, I'm not that good. <laughs> I'm not just going to put it away at 5pm. But maybe we start with an hour and we build up because it is quite ridiculous how we are all slaves to our phones. And really, what am I looking at? If I think about it, I keep saying, oh, I need to check this for next of kin, but... An email can wait till the morning. A comment on social media can wait till the morning. Okay, so that's number two. And then number three is to be very conscious about my spending. I currently have a zero income. <laughs> I have savings, but I do need to be prudent. I'd like them to obviously last as long as possible so that I can really reinvest as much as I can in next of kin. As you need to do with all these kind of businesses, especially a product business, I've got a big cash outlay for stock at the moment and I'm not going to start seeing sales until we launch. And really, I need to reinvest that money. So I know that I need to be a lot more prudent. 
However, I don't just mean I'm going to scrimp, scrimp, scrimp and have a boring life. (laughs) I just need to rewire my brain a bit. I've had a few conversations with different people recently about how I look at the value of money compared to the things I'm spending it on. So who else here wouldn't want to spend something on something health-wise, but would easily spend a lot on brunches and clothes? I mean, health is literally fundamental. If I don't have good health, I'm not going to be going to brunches or wearing these cute clothes. And yet I will stop and think about spending on whether it's, I don't know, some sort of consultation or a vitamin, I don't know, healthy food. Like, yeah, health things to me, maybe it's because we've grown up. I mean, the dentist, that's one. I never had dental cover, cover, so I would put off going to the dentist for as long as possible. I mean, that's just an example, but I'm sure a lot of you will agree, especially as I was about to say, if you come from the UK, you're used to the NHS and that sort of thing being free. And so I think that's why we are sort of tuned to not wanting to spend money or seeing the value of spending money on our health. I have similar thoughts as well around investing. I know I need to start investing, but I simply can't part with a thousand dirhams a month to invest but I could spend a thousand dirhams a month on my hair. You know what I mean? (laughs) So any money mindset quotes, books, podcasts, videos, just general recommendations, I would really love to hear that at the moment. Then I guess bonus point is that I also need to find time to prioritize myself and my relationship as we all do as mums. If I can't make myself do this selfishly, I think I need to remind myself to remember that it ultimately benefits Bonnie, even if I can't do this just for myself. But the reason I haven't included this in my three bullet points in this introduction is because I have absolutely no idea how I can magic more hours into the day to put into myself. So actually, let's make this today's mum lemma. I'm going to pop that over on Instagram to get your guys insight into how I make time or how you make time for yourself once you become a mum. Please tell me how you manage that, because I am clueless. So that was probably a really long introduction. I've (laughs) gone on and on already. That isn't the main part of the podcast today. What I want to speak to you today is more on the business side, because I know that I've got a few new followers who have found me from the Buyer to Badass podcast, or are generally more interested in the business side of my life compared to the baby side. And I know that a lot of the new mums out there are trying to think about business ideas and how they can redesign their life because no one wants to go back to work. (laughs) So I thought I'd do a bit of a roundup, more like a quarter one review, because now that I'm uninstitutionalized, I will not be getting reviewed by anyone else. So for a bit of background, for those new here, I quit my job as a luxury fashion buyer back in May and instead set up Next of Kin. So of course that includes this podcast, but that's more of my like passion project. What I will be launching business-wise is a babywear brand and that is due to launch in autumn. So I wanted to take a look back and talk to you about my first three months juggling a baby and my first ever business. And these are the things that I've learned so far. 
Number one is that you get to design the job. So I've already mentioned this in my introduction, the way that I was feeling institutionalized. But another example of this is that when it comes to job title, I just had no idea what to put. I'm used to other people telling me what my job title is, telling me what my job role is. And now I get to decide that. Even just putting on LinkedIn, I really didn't know what to say. But also I can completely design how I want this company to work for me and my life, but also what I want it to be. There's no blueprint I need to follow to create a company, to create a brand. Obviously there's recommendations and lots of training I can complete, but I can do this my own way. And I think having that creativity is a good thing and kind of leads me on to my second point, which is when I was younger, I always loved the idea of having a different job for every day of the week. So actually, I'll tell you what I would have liked to do. I would have liked to done something to do with psychology. So that can be Monday. I would have liked to have a brand. So that can be Tuesday. What else did I, I wanted to be a speech therapist at one point. So let's put that on Friday, but you get my gist. And what I found with being an entrepreneur is that you kind of get that because I'm not just pigeonholed into buying or merchandising or uh, finance, the legal, you know, I'm not set in a department. I need to learn to do all of this. And so I'm going to incorporate that into sort of time blocking my time because As I said, I want to spend more time with Bonnie. I'm taking a whole morning off a week to do that. So I need to be much better with my time to ensure that I can do that. Back to point one, I need to design my job, design my company to be able to do that. So I think I'm going to give myself a different job for every day of the week and time block. So Tuesday is going to be podcast day. Monday is going to be, I think, more the bookkeeping, finance, organization side of things. Uh, maybe a bit more planning. Wednesday, content creation. Friday afternoons, brainstorming. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a different job for every day of the week, which is what I always dreamed of. So I need to remind myself that. Okay, number three is that when you are in employment, you really take for granted the perks. How many of you have got a list of perks from work that, to be honest, you have no idea about and don't even use these perks whether it's discounts here or just free dry cleaning I don't know I'm trying to think of some perks the main one though is the good health insurance because turns out that is so expensive and I had no idea I even mentioned it on a podcast recently that I was having to do that sort of boring legal side of visas and health insurance in the end I didn't pay for the expensive health insurance I decided that if I need to go to King's It's going to have to come out of my own pocket and that I'll just go for the cheapy stuff that comes with the visa. So yeah, if you are employed at the moment, just go and have a look at those perks and see if you can make the most of them. (laughs) Point number four of things that I've learned in the first quarter of being self-employed is that networking is actually not that scary and I can't believe it. It's also really pivotal. It's been probably the most important part of my journey so far is the people that I've met along the way. Although you do need to filter because you get a lot of people who are great to meet, but not 
that useful (laughs) or think that they're more useful than they are. And I spoke to someone else recently who has his own business and he said that a big learning he had to make was understanding who was actually genuine and useful for your business and who wasn't. But anyway, back to the network, but back to the networking not being scary point, I had to completely learn this from scratch. I haven't been able to do much at all because I'm stuck at home a lot with baby Bonnie. However, the networking that I have done, there was one very awkward online networking event. Um, It was just an hour or two's event, but you went round and said who you were and gave a little bit of a synopsis on yourself. And I just pretty much bottled it. I was awful. It was kind of embarrassing, but I literally pretty much forgot my name, my experience and what I was even trying to achieve from this event. So I just sort of blurted something out and everyone just nodded and moved on quickly. (laughs) But I mean, people probably listening to this thinking that's my idea of hell, pure social anxiety about that. However, I survived and I just got on with my life and realized that now I know what an online networking event is I can be much better prepared next time and that sometimes we've got to take a bit of a fall then the next networking event I went to was an in-person event and again I turned up thinking no one's going to be interested in me they're going to wonder what the hell I'm even doing there you know I'm not a proper business owner I haven't even launched yet Um, and that wasn't the case at all Everyone was super excited. I took the microphone. I said about my experience, which can you believe I even did that after stumbling so badly on the online networking event? But yeah, I took the microphone and introduced myself. And actually, so many people came up to me and really wanted to pick my brains or just, you know, wanted to introduce their businesses. And I made some amazing contacts just from going to one networking event. So really putting yourself out there, it's pretty pivotal for business, especially this kind of business. Okay, number five is that rest is important. Else you get subpar work done. Honestly, this one's a difficult one for any mumpreneur out there because we don't get to rest. But sometimes I have had to take a morning to just, well, I was going to say nap. I don't think I've done that, but to probably just scroll on my phone or just do something mindless, have a bath, you know, that kind of thing. Haven't done it very often, but when I have, it's been worth doing because I'm then powered up for the afternoon or the next day. I've definitely recorded a lot of podcasts as well, off not a lot of rest. And to be honest, I haven't been that happy with those podcasts, but I haven't had any other time to do them. I say that, look, I'm literally jet lagged right now. (laughs) But you you get my gist. It's Wednesday. This needs to be edited. It needs to go out. (laughs) But rest is so important. And so just powering on through is not always the best decision. Sometimes we don't have a choice, of course. But if you can find time to rest, which links back to my mum lemma, you can tell that everything is linking back to my introduction this week because <laughs> we don't have that much time. But honestly, you're probably going to be procrastinating if you're unrested anyway. So you might as well take an hour out to rest. <laughs> so that's my learnings from quarter one, my roundup complete. 
I've achieved launching a podcast, having guests, finding suppliers. I've done all my designs. I've produced samples now. I think around 70% of the range is in production. So now it's on to quarter two, which will hopefully include the launch of the brand. But before that, I have a lot to learn. So from digital marketing, sorting out my market stall setup, product photography, content creation. That's a huge learning curve for me at the moment. Of course, selling. I've never really had to be on the selling side. I was also going to add setting up my accounts in there to the things that I'd achieved in quarter one. (laughs) But funny story. So my mum is an accountant back in the UK. She's got her own practice. So for my birthday, I asked for a meeting with her to go over my accounts and to basically pick her brains and make sure everything's set up properly. And I was going to do that whilst we were back in the UK. But these last two weeks in the UK have absolutely sped by. I've got basically nothing done that I was going to get done in the UK and at one point I gave my mum Bonnie told whilst I went and packed up the car or something like that and I could hear as I came downstairs her explaining debits credits balancing the books (laughs) all these accounting terms to Bonnie who actually seemed very interested but did I get my own meeting with her nope (laughs) my 10 month old is probably more clued up than me So yeah, bookkeeping and the finances still work in progress. I've also been told time and time again that I need to get a good email list and that your business is only as good as your email list. So that needs to be a number one priority. I'm currently at a base level of knowing absolutely zero about digital marketing, emails, and I mean, I couldn't even put together a proper email to send out. So that is going to be quite the learning curve. I mean, if you do want to go and support and sign up, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I do already have a contact box on the website nextofkin.ae. So I would appreciate that. And you'll be my first person on my email list. <laughs> so all in all, things aren't going to get any slower. We're about to have a steep learning curve. So my way to achieve everything is to start time blocking and training myself in lots of different areas. So usually at this point in the podcast, I would pose my mum lemma for the week, but I gave that away in the intro. I'd love to know how you make time for yourself so that you don't burn out. Head over to nextofkin.ae on Instagram to get involved in that conversation. I always put up a post so you can comment on it or refer back to it. For my recommendation for this week, I thought about this whilst I was actually on the plane yesterday, and it's a clever little Amazon purchase for babies, and that is the Indestructible Books. So that's the actual name of the brand, it's Indestructible. Um, You've got all sorts of titles there. They are little books that look like paper leaflet type books, so that also means they're nice and light for travel. And they are actually genuinely indestructible. They're unrippable. Baby can give them a good chew, get all scrunched up. And obviously they could read the stories too and look at the pictures. So check those out. I think they're super cheap, but very, very clever. God knows what they're made out of, but indestructible books. And that's all for this week. If you enjoy my ramblings, then please subscribe so that next week's episode will automatically download in your subs box. That really helps me out. 
Please also tell your friends this podcast is my absolute passion project. After telling you all about how I have no time, I'm not sure how I make sense of doing a weekly podcast, but I do love it. So do come back and listen next week and tell your friends. I have had such a lovely response from those who do listen, so I would love to grow the community of listeners. You can get involved over at nextofkin.ae on Instagram. If you've made it this far, you know that I want to start leaving you with a little ray of sunshine. And this week, I want to give our pregnant listeners something to look forward to. And anyone with children will already know this. But I was looking down at Bonnie yesterday as she was napping in my arms on the flight and saw her smiling in her dreams. And honestly, pregnant ladies, this is just the best, most heartwarming thing. You've got lots of lovely little moments like that to look forward to. So thank you again for listening and have a wonderful week. Mm -hmm.